0: This is Daybreak, a horror survival story written, produced, and performed by Matt Oaks. Chapter 3 A Path of Many, A Path for Few The cruel spank of her gnashing headache had subsided, but suggested more danger than comfort for Alice who knew she was critically dehydrated. Every swallow could only be accomplished with great effort and left her insides feeling as if they were being scratched raw with the rusty tines of a metal garden rake. Her body appeared to be giving up on its fight for survival, succumbing to the pain of wanting but not having, drifting gently into the tempting embrace of surrender and death. Alice slapped her face, hard, and pumped her legs faster down the footpath. The sound of her abuse reverberated in the valley below, bounding between the network of peaks and crags, offering back a bulb of sharp, high-pitched echoes. Slap, slap, slap. The crow hollered once more. Nestled above Alice in a sparsely decorated spray of stalkless leaves, Erupting cuckoo-like from the deciduous tree and scanning Alice with judgment, the crow stared. Reprimanding her with the midnight marbles that were its eyes, its bore was unbreaking and unsettling. A garnish of maroon crust caped the crow's unblunted bill in grim contrast to its otherwise oily, inky onyx plumage dried blood no doubt, hopefully not from her former companion. Alice turned from the bead of the crow's gaze, failing to distract her thoughts which shifted to her companion and his missing head once more. She failed to draw her mind away from the barbarity of his beheading and questioned the logistics of the divorce of Crown from Carcass. Was the separation performed post-mortem, or was it the cause of death? She shuddered, neither option providing any comfort. The lingering mystery of the absentee head remained an unshakable hitchhiker in her brain, front of mind and impossible to rattle. But Alice pressed on, and the crow followed in turn. Away from the deluge of clammy morning mist, Alice found shelter from the wind and parching sun among the increasingly taller trees the footpath began to lead her through, their reach growing from knee-high saplings to towering columns over the stretch of few miles. Alice's tongue slapped and circled around her cotton mouth, desperate for the smallest reprieve from her thirst. Hoping the mist had left a thin coat of dew to at least simulate drink, but she found herself with no such luck. Desperation chimed red alert signals through every single screaming synapse in her defeated body pleading with her to find a water source at any cost. She almost wished she had searched the mountaintop for any supplies but had made the mistake of prioritizing her emotions. You fool. She critiqued herself aloud, surprised at the hoarse timbre of her voice. You could have drank their blood. A voice whispered inside Alice, who rejected her own gross desperation with sickened judgment. The unrelenting crow's scream intensified, directing Alice's attention west once more. Noticing that the trail appeared to diverge faintly, a split she otherwise would have likely missed in her diminished state, tracking down a sketchy pass that ran tangent to, could it be, what looked like the dried up remains of a riverbed? The trail offered the promise of drink, and soon, a renewed sense of urgency surged through Alice, who accelerated her pace as much as she could, lumbering on the ossified pegs that her lower extremities had become. Crumbling to the earth at the dried riverbank, Alice discovered no water to be found, but there was mud and this was not a time to be choosy. Scooping handfuls of the runny sludge and shoveling it into her mouth, Alice retched and burped, but managed to keep the scummy soup in her mouth. Using her teeth as a sieve, Alice pressed against the mouthful of moist grit with all the might of a coffee breast liberating a filthy brown juice that ran salvation down her throat. Alice repeated the act, squeezing her tongue and lips and cheeks to milk the mud, fingering the remaining muck from her swollen cheeks once it was depleted of moisture. Fighting back the urge to vomit again, Alice knew that such a relapse could prove deadly. She sucked at the mixture to keep her thirst further at bay. Continuing the process of straining the swampy potpourri through her teeth, Alice stopped only when her stomach became swollen and hard to the touch. She felt sick, and the treetops began to spin above her. Lying on her back, Alice's mind subsided. It was still day, likely some time after mid-afternoon, judging by the sun's lazy lean on the horizon. But Alice allowed sleep to overwhelm her, pulling her into a drain-like spiral. Her battered psyche and exhausted physique unable to fight against the draw of rest. Down, 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 she went, drifting out of consciousness. At first, there was nothing but darkness, a darkness with no end, singular and unblinking darkness. Alice had no eyes to see the darkness, but felt it surround and burrow into her. Her senses tingled, her nerve endings alive and protruding from her body like curious earthworms after spring rain, scanning the nothingness. Alice smelled the darkness, heard it. She tasted it on her tongue and in the pit of her stomach. Even if there were light here, it would be swallowed up like a lantern tossed into the event horizon of a black hole. The darkness was total, and Alice was nothing against it. She noticed she was not floating but falling through the darkness, accelerating as if she had crested the peak of a roller coaster and was now barreling through the bottomless black to an inevitable corkscrew, going faster and faster and faster. Velocity demands a fixed object to judge its speed, and this Alice did not have, but she knew she was moving faster than she ever had before. Faster than any car or train or plane. Her eyes began to reshape themselves, emerging like pockets emptying themselves, and in the distance she could make something out, a form, a shape, something defining itself against the fudge that enveloped everything else. As she drew closer, Alice realized the figure she spied was her. And not just one of her, many. Too many to count. Infinite versions of her stretched on the blackness giving way to this endless expanse of Alice's that stretched around the globular mass she was falling towards. Caught in the gravitational pull of the planet, Alice plummeted towards herself. Nearing collision, she could make out the unnatural, twisted smile etched on each face of the Alice replicas, strung back as if sliced into sneering grins or sewn into forced jubilation with dental floss. They all looked directly at her, unblinking and unmoving. Falling, Alice slammed into one of her cells with staggering speed. Rather than explode into a spray of extremities and blood, her consciousness split and shifted into the new Alice. Who in turn fell and slammed into another nearby Alice, splitting and shifting and splitting and shifting like a time lapse of a virus totaling its host. A horde of dominoes falling in opposing directions all at once, Alice became more and more and more Alices. Too many Alices to count. Torn into ten, a hundred, a thousand, She was split again and again and again, toppling helplessly into the next row of fleshy paper chain, an accordion of Alice that knocked into more selves, expanding their breath exponentially. Alice became the entire planet of grinning clones, who picked themselves up to stand in unison. The earth quivered and cracked beneath the weight of the Alices, who at last collapsed back into her single self again, only to plunge through the crack of strained earth into the glacial pool below. Ice spread and spidered over the crack, separating land from sea before Alice could even register the sub-zero temperature swarming her, punching into her core like a heavyweight southpaw. The current celebrated her impending demise with a thrashing dance as Alice pounded against the ice slab overhead, screaming the last of her oxygen which bubbled to the unsurrendering sheet above and dissipated outward. It was too thick to break through, but Alice pounded until her arms gave out and she could hold her breath no longer. She swallowed the water her lungs ballooning with burning defeat. Wave after wave of corporeal shutdown washed over and through her. Alice seized in violent shakes. A rush of unimaginable pain coursed through her organs as they inflated and popped. She fell still. Above her, glaring through the ice as she lay drowned stared the head of her once companion.